From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. It's Tuesday, December 28th, and I'm here in the studio with Justin Higginbottom. Hello, Justin. Hello, Molly. So we are here in the studio um, because it is best of week here at KZMU News, where we highlight some of our favorite stories, our best stories of 2021. Um, We're going to highlight one of the stories that you did this uh, year. So Justin is fully now part of our KZMU community, part of the Moab community, and did a story about something that uh, speaks at the heart of like what's happening in Moab right now, a lot of tension. And would you call it gentrification? Possible gentrification, certainly. Yeah, Yeah, this is a story that I think it, it was on... We, we have these docs with story ideas mm-hmm. that um, that we share and that we're slowly getting through. But this is a story you mentioned to me, like, I think, like, a month before I actually reported it. Just like, oh, I heard some people mm-hmm. in King Creek might be getting evicted. And then finally I got around to actually just driving out there mm-hmm. and then speaking to some people and kind of just walking up and knocking on doors um, and just asking, hey, are you by chance being evicted? Mm. And they said, yeah, in fact, yeah, we have a a month to get out. Um, So I was able to hear kind of the personal stories of how some policy that might seem kind of dry and boring on the face of it, like real estate dealings or who's buying property, who's selling property, Mm -hmm. how this might actually affect residents. And the people living along King Creek Boulevard, um, you know, they've, Many of them have been there for years. They have their own community. Yeah, it was very interesting hearing their stories. And then speaking with the developer who said, you know, actually, no, they, they don't have a month. We're not going to kick them out um, at mm. the end of this month mm-hmm. um, and sort of getting clarification there. Yeah, this is what I liked about the story, and we'll play it for listeners in just a minute, um, that Justin just went out there and started asking residents what was happening. So it's not like a top-down story where we're you know reporting on something that happened at a city council meeting or a county commission meeting or something from the state level. We're, you're literally just driving down there and talking to the people who whose lives are affected by yeah and trying to figure out what's actually going on exactly okay let's hear it let's hear it now locals living along cane creek road are facing eviction while developers make new plans for the area as kzmu's justin higginbottom reports residents there say they don't have anywhere else to go marlene lee has lived in a home along the red cliffs of cane creek road for six years Across the street is the shore of the Colorado River. It's so quiet, and it's like you have your own space out there, and you're not bothered out there. And, I mean, even though that we don't have full reception out there, I mean, it was it was perfect for us. And I just feel that my kids are a lot safer at home, just being at home. And that's where they're always at, so... She's sitting in the lobby of a hotel where she works to support her five children. With Moab's housing shortage, a handful of families have found relief in slivers of land like Lee's. The homes can lack water and sewage connections. At least one tenant lives in a cave, but it's cheap and close to town. When Cane Creek Preservation and Development bought the land, she was told nothing would change. But recently, the developer said she needs to leave by December. And I said, I don't have anywhere else to move. I said... It's really hard to get into an area in Moab. And I said, and at this time of the year, I said, it's getting cold. It's getting ready to snow. And I said, and I said, I have a big family at home. I was like, how am I supposed to just like get up and move? How am I supposed to do that? 
She says the developers want to work with her to find a new home, but options are slim. That's why she was living on Cane Creek Road in the first place. And yeah, I just don't know where to move to. I really don't. And I just hate to move into an apartment or other areas because, I mean, we've just lived out there for a long time. And I just don't want to pay much more than I've been paying as a thing. The 180 acres of land is zoned highway commercial. That means it's ready for businesses and residential units. Trent Arnold is a partner at the company, which now owns the land. He says it's still early days, but they have big plans. You know, with a couple different ideas, but the one that seems to be working or getting the most traction is to create what we're calling, and we'll come up with a better name for it, but an innovation center. In the next 10 to 15 years, his company hopes to restore the riverbank and rid the area of invasive species. Then he wants to attract outdoor industry and electric vehicle manufacturers and build around 500 residential units. He says out of eight tenants, his company only served evictions to two. Others were given a target date of December to leave. Arnold says Lee, the mother of five, can stay until she finds a place. We have to buy a piece of land, which can't even do that. Like, perfect world, I would love, and, and boy, if you could put this message in your report. Yeah. If anyone in town has land they'd love to lease to us to put two mobile homes on, we'll prepay months and months of rent and make it as secure as possible and make it a no-brainer for a landowner. We will be there tomorrow with our checkbook in hand to, to make that happen. According to the developers, tenants need to leave because their properties are not up to code. Uh, and again, again, I'll be careful here just to talk about in generalities, but the insides of some of these units are not legally habitable. We have some real liability if we're collecting rent and providing something below slum housing. It's just not, it's not legal, it's not right. But Arnold agrees making those living in poor conditions homeless won't help them. In the end, he can't guarantee those forced to leave will have a place to go. Having done this before, you can't guarantee anything, but I can tell you that we're going to do everything we can, situation by situation, to make sure that there's a solution in place for them. Okay. My name is Michael Armustache. I'm from Bluff, Utah. But I, we got evicted here, me and my friend. We've been living here for... I would say about 16 years, but this is our second eviction here in Moab. We used to live down at the powerhouse too. We, we got evicted there too, so we we thought we were going to have a beautiful place here for a long time, but it got shortened for us, so... <laughs> Mustache is another resident that will be leaving. He's standing in front of his trailer, wondering what he can do. Soon, he'll have nowhere to put it. And we got a lot of stuff to all the way and we got a lot of stuff to get rid of some good stuff too you know he's found an apartment in town but he doesn't think he'll stay for long my friend wants to go up move up to colorado somewhere get out of more town you know <laughs> i think we have enough of this town you know everywhere is like this you know every all the world is just all messed up you know everybody's getting evicted everybody has no home getting get kicked out of the their houses, you know. It, people should just stop doing that, you know. Let, let people live where they want to live, but it's not, it's not that way, you know. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. So the thing that I really like about the story is how you ended it with that last speaker. Um, he was saying that he's just going to leave Moab and he figured out other housing. 
but some people don't really have that option. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, uh, like I mentioned in the story, this is kind of last resort mm-hmm. for, for some of those people living there. Um, mm-hmm. And if they have an option to leave, that yeah, that, that last person I talked to, you know, he had been evicted before and he had kind of had enough. And so mm-hmm. he, was, he was leaving the community. And he was, uh, you know, speaking to other people that lived around him, he was... He was part of the community. People right. know, people knew him. Um, so we'll be, you know, keeping track of those residents, where they end up, hopefully what happens. And also with the development, there's mm. big plans, like hundreds of houses and mm-hmm. this innovation center and a potential electric car battery mm-hmm. factory. Mm-hmm. They clearly have big plans. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing to report on that. Well, thank you so much. And, um, you know, we'll also link in the show notes to an interview we followed up with that same week because you were you were the first to report on this issue in our community. And then I happened to do a follow up interview. You really get a sense, especially from those interviews, how part of this mm-hmm. community that people live along Game right. Boulevard are. Thanks, Justin. And we will be back tomorrow with more of our best stories, our favorite stories at KZMU News. <laughs>